I hear they can put on one hell of a show. Let's see if they can live up to that reputation. Welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator Trevor, and with me I have the well-roasted Dusters. Hello, I'm Lena. I play Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I'm John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Clytus Logan. Uh, let's jump back in. Circus Train. Circus Train. Circus, Circus Train. train. Circus Train! Uh, we uh, had just finished up John's performance with the lion, which did, or Clytus's performance with the lion, which did not go quite as expected, uh, but still was a mildly entertaining enough uh, performance that the audience did not get a glimpse of them. Um, and so um, Finn had also just opened the door right as the first of the cargo cars lined up with the side of the heist car. Um, you've got a lurcher on the roof who almost fell off the train. And uh, let's see, what other Alamancers did you guys have? Where is this? Uh, was, it a lurcher, was it a lurcher or a coin shot? Uh, it was a lurcher who's up there. It was it was a lurcher, okay. Yeah, yeah um, I think I pushed for the lurcher to go. So you've got a coin shot, two pewter arms, and a smoker waiting in the heist car. Uh, and I think uh, we will jump back into uh, Finn and... Uh, Bella, did you have anything that you wanted to do while you're in the heist car, or are you still hanging out with the performers? I'm overseeing. I'm I'm just like trying to peek at what what Finn is doing, and I'm not saying anything. I'm just silently judging what he's doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you like give the signal for the door to open inside the heist car once you see him like open the door and then like kind of shuffle with the sliding open door to get towards the end? Yeah, I would probably do that. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, Finn, uh, you get the door open, and you uh, crawl along the side of it with it, and as you get to the opening and kind of wrap yourself around to the inside, uh, you look across to see the uh, door opening uh, across from you, and, um, uh, Belle, I don't know if you're standing in view or if you're off disdainfully to the side. Um, I'm probably standing roughly in view. Yeah, so you look across and you see Bella, who um, has, uh, I assume, taken a very commanding stance over the rest of the team there, then, if you're acting supervisorily. <laughs> yeah. Does our lurcher have a name yet, Trevor? Uh, I have not named any of the NPCs yet. I, I've got a ska name generator. I would <laughs> like to propose that the lurcher's name is Flumar. <laughs> Flumar? Okay. Now, I'll type it in our roll 20. Flamar Lurcher. And our coin shot is named Shinav. All right, well, they uh, they go by Flum and Shin, uh, respectively. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy. I'm glad I pulled up the name generator. <laughs> so uh, uh, what do what exactly do I see in this cart, uh, car now that I've got it open? Um, so you open up this first car... And uh, you see that it uh, seems to be filled with uh, different uh, munitions. Uh, you see one crate that appears to be uh, gunpowder, 
uh, or a gunpowder barrel in the side of the corner. Um, you see a couple of crates of um, different style rifles um, and things that are being made by one of the families in uh, Rashiken. You do notice that while this is an Irving car uh, and the bear, like all of the equipment, uh, the boxes and things are stamped with the Irving name, when you open up the crates, you notice that they are actually uh, various different houses and their materials that are then being shipped by the Irvanes and their ownership being claimed for later sale. So it's it's kind of like the Irvanes are acting as uh where for warehousing and shipping and like kind of like a middleman. Uh kind products. of like the middleman, but it also seems like you, you could make that assumption, but you could also make the assumption that they are uh forcing a tribute of some sort. Okay. Um, what I'd like to do, uh, is there anything that appears to be what we're actually supposed to be grabbing? Uh, there's not really any specific thing in mind other than, um, one, you guys wanted munitions for yourselves, and then the mob was going to take profits in whatever, uh, like, we'll share profits in whatever, um, other valuables that you are able to secure in order to recoup their losses on the um, circus performance and everything, but while simultaneously paying you and dealing a blow to the Irvanes. Then I guess my uh, my next... I guess I'll uh, make a little uh, whatever. I'm, I, I'm assuming there's some kind of preordained signal, like like a, like a round-em-up kind of thing, where uh, the two pewter arms will put something between the rail cars... Uh, so, uh, so they're able Finn to cross. Reaches up to his left breast pocket and he gives uh, the pocket a little squeeze, and a stream of water shoots out of his flapper. <laughs> and uh, uh, what are the uh, two pewter arm names, John? Um, I want to make one of them a woman, and her name is Olda. That's unfortunate. And then let's have the other one a male. His name is Oldo. I can't pronounce it. Yolant. <laughs> it's like Kiwisid. I'm like, uh, no. Too unwieldy. Yolant it is. So it shortens. So their shortened name is Y'all Old. <laughs> Olda just goes by Olda. <laughs> and then let's go with Trissel for our smoker. Alright, well Trissel will at least go is Triss uh Triss is a girl, and Triss goes by Triss. Works for me. Um, so, Olda and Yolant, um, then, what's your strategy for getting across? Are you going to try and put, like, a ramp up in the hopes of having it stable enough to use it, or are you just going to kind of toss? You know what? It might just be easier to have a pewter arm, uh, come over and start tossing things across with, uh, like, the coin shot or the lurcher's help. Um, while I try and climb down and get the second door. Okay. Perfect. So you've already got the, um, coin shot on the roof. 
Um, what he is going to do? Wasn't it the lurcher on the roof? Or yeah, the lurcher on the roof. The coin. This shop, this this is why I get confused. I'm sorry. That was my <laughs> that, that was all my fault. Um, coin shot is going to jump across with um. So Shin and Olda are both going to jump across into this car. Uh, roll. Oh man, pewter arms get so many dice. Tell me more now. <laughs> uh, but only fours and a nudge for all them dice. Only fours and a nudge. Uh, I mean that's enough. Good. Uh, well, you know, but a couple of nudges would be better. Um, Olda jumps across with ease. Um, whereas, uh, that's not good. That's not good at all. One, two, three, four, five. Um, one. Oh gosh. Yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> Shin goes to jump across, and uh, he tries to grab onto the uh, door. Because he makes it just a little bit short, and ultimately he has to propel himself away from both of the trains and like kind of like stay in the middle to avoid getting hit, and so he is now behind both of the trains, and he will try and do his best to catch up uh, by steel running. Well, if anyone was going to get <laughs> left behind, at least it was the coin shot. Yeah. So Bella next, huh? Uh, yeah, Bella. What are you doing? Still just supervising. Um, yeah, supervising. <laughs> I'll I'll probably start burning some metals to bolster everyone's uh sense of badassery. Okay, go ahead and give me a uh, riding roll. Okay. Fives and one nudge. Uh, everybody get one uh, dice moving up forward. Ooh. Uh, for your next roll. Um, Finn, are you leaving the lock somewhere on this car? Um, just, I, just so I'm aware of where it is. So I'm going to leave the lock, uh, on the, uh, by the, uh, by the doorway. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, uh, in the corner. Uh, so like, like train cars kind of have a frame. I'm going to put it on the inner edge of that frame. Okay, perfect. Um, go ahead and give me a physique roll to try and um, climb onto the side of the. And I car. just just to note, I do take the key with me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to trap you there. Don't don't worry about that. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, did I take the key out of the lock? I don't even remember doing that. Um. So I will say that by this time, Clytus, you've gotten back into the performer car. Um, and you are now free of your duties with the lion. Uh, what are you doing at this time? Uh, I think Clytus will come and check in on the heist car and, and see what's up. Yeah, you make it back there. Uh, you see that the, uh, doors are open now. Uh, we'll say actually you come and you open the door and you step out right when you see, uh, Yolant, not Yolant, um, Shin try and jump across and uh, end up falling off and getting left behind. Well, that's gonna be awkward. Bella, how's it going aside from our friend over there who just got lost? Well, evidently the heist is off to a great start. Um, but actually, other than that, it's going pretty well. Finn, as you can see, already has the door open. Ah, his favorite pastime. <laughs> 
Well, I think I'll wait until this whole clown melee finishes. I'm, I don't want to cut things too close. But it looks like we've at least got a few people over there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye out in the performance car. Holler for me if you need me. Alrighty. And then uh, I want to have Clytus. Uh, is the door open at all in the performance car? Um, there are, like, bars in the windows so you can see through, but that door is shut. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have Clytus just kind of keeping a general eye out, both on performers inside the train to see if anyone's getting suspicious about the heist car, and also keeping an eye out a little further ahead for, you know, the train next to me for anything. Uh, as you come back into the performance car... Um, you see two people walk out through towards the audience and um, step out into the per, uh, where the actual performance is happening um, as applause starts up. And then you see a team of uh, a couple of the stagehands or uh, performers walk over to the side of the car that's uh, opposite of where the Irvine train is to where a uh, second door is on the side. And you see them getting ready to, uh, or having that door ready to open when they need it to. Um, Finn, go ahead and give me a wits roll. Um, uh, for my physique roll, it was threes and a nudge. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, threes and a nudge is very good. Um, you are able to... Or threes and two nudges, I apologize. Even better. Um, you're able to transverse the gap very easily. Um, you start climbing along the side of it. And by this time... Oh, that's the wrong tool on roll 20. Uh, at this point, the uh, train has moved just the tiniest bit back. Um, at this point, since it's kind of even, uh, I'm going to start rolling for the conductor every now and then to see how well that they're doing uh, with do, uh, keeping the train as steady as you need it. Uh, okay. But you are fairly close to the area where the audience is um and so you are also now where you are at more risk of being seen from the people uh who are facing you on the left side of the train <laughs> you know i've I, i've realized that you guys are right this uh these entire series of missions has really just been me finding new and interesting ways to let finn open doors <laughs> <laughs> um so you said a wits roll a uh, wits roll uh, do I get a bonus for being unassuming? No, this is just uh, to see how well you notice the action that's going on. Oh, to gotcha. kind of like time when you need to make your move. That's fours, good sir. All right, uh, with fours, I'm going to give an excellent description of what's going on. Um, which, which way are you looking at, Clytus? Are you looking like at the circus show or like inside the car? Uh, I'm, I'm looking towards the Urbane car through the bars. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see, you see Finn start to crawl across that. Um, Finn, you look forward to try and time, uh, when you should, uh, move forward. And you see these two guys take the center of the, uh, stage in that middle car. Um, and one of them has on what, I mean, he's obviously an adult, but he has on a very childlike costume, um, I, you know, baseball caps aren't really a thing, probably, but, like, imagine, like, that kind of, uh, like, maybe a Newsies cap or something, uh, mm -hmm. just, like, a really exaggerated young person outfit for the time period. 
Um, and then the other person is dressed in this pattern, like diamond pattern, um, almost in really bright, uh, elementary colors and their, uh, outfit kind of flows from their arms and their legs and they get to the center of the platform and the, uh, person in the very brightly colored outfit outstretches their arms and their legs and it forms this diamond pattern as they jump up into the air and catch the wind and suddenly there's this image of this um, kid who is now flying a kite with a person attached to it uh, and flying it around in the air above the uh, audience as the... Um, oh, man, why didn't I look at this before? What's the name for what Wax does? Um, Tom Foolery? Oh, I forget. He uh, makes himself lighter, right? I think it's Oh, iron, I'm thinking of right? Wayne. Never mind. Um he um oh gosh. Iron fairing. Yeah, I don't know my fairing terms very well. Uh skimmer. Skimmer, okay. I think. I don't I don't think that's ever referenced uh by Wax at all, like what he is uh, uh, like what he is like as a fairing name. I think it's just part of like the extra, extra uh, anecdotal yeah. stuff that comes afterwards uh, in the books. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think he would have his own specific name because they've given names to the pairings too. Hmm. I I want to say Crasher, but I don't know if that's right. I'd have to look it up. We're getting two in the weeds there. Um, so the yep. skimmer uh reduces his weight and flies up into the air. Um, and let's see how well he rolls. Um, we got a pair of threes. Um, and so he's able to hold it kind of steady. There's a couple of times where it dips, and he has to break the illusion of being an immobile object to re-catch the wind. But for the most part, the illusion works. Uh, we'll see how well this coin shot does. Uh, threes and two nudges. Is he the kite, or is he being powered by a kite? The skimmer is both the kite and being powered by the kite. Like, his outfit has become the kite, and he caught the wind of the train moving. And there's no string between them, but this uh, lurcher is giving the appearance of flying the kite with his uh, allomancy as the uh, (laughs) kite moves back and forth through the air. Nice. Like So he's what's, like, keeping them... With him with the train instead of just falling off is the, the coin shot, but the skimmer himself is the kite flying back and forth. Nice. Love it. Awesome. Um, so I will give the audience a pretty moderate difficulty for that performance. Finn, you do notice uh, that there seems to be at least one or two people when you look that have spotted you and are looking at you. Dun, dun, dun. I'll give that to you because of your nudges. Um, what would I like to do with that information? Um, could I make a spirit roll to say they don't notice me? <laughs> uh, if you if you had six spirit, I will allow it because of the way that the spirit roll spirit works for people with six. However, even being the most Wealthy in spirit in this group, you do not have six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
So I, I won't give it up, but I will say I think there's a pretty plausible out here for you to both continue what you're doing and not blow your cover. Um, I do think a solution exists. I am dressed as a... I'm still dressed as a clown, correct? Correct. So I'm going to still act like I am part of the show. Like it's all part of the show. All right. Uh, so what are you doing at the moment? Are you going to still try and unlock this? Uh, uh, what I'm going to do is I am going to... Uh, I'm going to take my little flower with water, throw it up in the air, like like put uh push it up in the air and make like a geyser that kind of follows me. Okay. Um I'm going to say let's make this a wits roll to see if you can figure out how to do this while holding on to the train. Oh gosh. I think it's more of a way to figure out how to squeeze it than like doing it with your physicality. It's not something uh, you've practiced. So uh, that's ones and a nudge. Um, yeah, with ones and a nudge, you're able to like kind of like lean out and make it like look like a little fountain that sprays back into your face a little bit. Um, and so the uh, the pe- person who is looking at you then turns back towards the uh, to the main show. Yes. What in Russ is he doing? that's wonderful um i'm going to go to the pewter arms now uh oh yeah both of them got a pair of fives um so these pewter arms this is old hat for them um, they get set up one on each side of the door and they just start tossing boxes between each other um, without the coin shot even really needing or not the lurcher even needing to give much help from the roof. Um, and so pretty pretty handedly, um, these boxes just start flying across and filling up. Um, I will say that they will do that for another beat after this and that will be that whole car. So wait, do um, we know what we're stealing? I thought we had a specific target. No, uh, specifically just um, that you know that there were weapons on there that they uh, figured was something that the mob figured that was something that you guys could use. And then whatever other valuables you were just going to sell and split the profits between you and the uh, and the mob. Oh, that's right. So we're literally just robbing them blind. Yep. Give them the old vanishers act. Although it I mean, probably won't be too hard to figure out. Everything vanished when we've got magic tricks and circus act going on next door. <laughs> can they well, prove it? Well, I mean, technically, we're not robbing them blind. We're robbing them and giving them a show. True. Well, you're not giving them a show. You're giving these fine folks a show. I mean, we're maybe, still giving maybe. them a show as well if they look out the window. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go another round. Um, I will say that you've got uh, one more beat before this other show is going to wrap up, and then you guys are going to have to um, get out there for the general clown show. So not necessarily that you're like, you you have to then, it's not impossible for you to get back, but like one more beat of action, and then that's the point of no return if you 
don't do it if you don't choose to go back after that. You're missing your cue. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So, Finn, are you going to try and go uh, get the door open then? Yes. Or at least I'm, get the lock open. Yep. I'm. What I'd like to do is I'd like to get the lock open. Uh, if I have time, get the door open, and then jump across back to the performer train or the other train. Uh, to get ready for the clown melee. Perfect. Go ahead and give me a physique roll to try and get this um, this lock open. Uh, and I forget what modifiers it gave you for this. Did we keep it even because you had the key and the knowledge, but you were hanging on to the side of the uh, train? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. That is ones and nudge. Ones and a nudge, I think, is good enough. Um, it's not pretty. Um, and uh, I think... Uh, actually, I'll give you a choice here. You can choose to get it open, but you will lose the key. Or you can keep the key, but the lock isn't open. I'll keep the key, but the lock isn't open. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll to uh, jump across to the performer train. Or yeah, the door. You mean the door isn't open? It's yeah, unlocked. The, no, the lock will stay locked. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, fours. Yeah. So fours. Um, you jump over, and Clytus, you see him start to jump over. What do you do? Uh, is it possible for me to get the door open for him, or is it locked? Uh, give me a physique roll to see if you can react in enough time. Although I thought we we said that we weren't going to be able to use the performer car to go back and forth. You're not taking any stolen goods in there, so I don't think that's as much of a problem Okay. this way. You'll get some strange looks, but it's not like you're you're taking stolen goods in there and then taking it to the next car. Gotcha. I've got threes. No, uh, what what I'm thinking is I'm going to be hanging along the side of the car, coming out for the clown melee and making it look like it's part of the show. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought when you got spotted was you could try and still unlock it and then climb onto the roof and just enter the clown melee from the Irvine car. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you want to just go on the roof, um, you could do that as well, but you'll have to, like, tell Clytus... As he opens the door to just shut it again. Okay. Did it make it with threes? Yeah, with threes, you definitely start to open the door as he looks like he's about to jump. And you uh, you, you kind of catch his eye as he's about to make his jump. All right, eyes are caught. What do your eyes say to Clytus? Take me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> catch me! Catch me! Not take okay. me! Catch me! This time, <laughs> on Lost Legends of Scotria... <laughs> a forbidden romance blossoms when Kolos blood runs hot Clytus <laughs> rolls his eyes and then just kind of gets ready to catch him uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll both of you fours also fours and two nudges yeah so pretty, uh, pretty effortlessly um, you make the jump across, uh, clasp arms with Clytus. Clytus pulls you in, slams the door shut. Um, and all of this happens 
right as you look across the way and the uh, skimmer who has been flying through the air um, swerves way out over the fields and the um, person on stage kind of looks like they're ha looking like a pantomiming having trouble controlling the kite and then it swerves back to the left towards the train um, right as the door opens on the other side of the performance car and the skimmer lands right back in in uh, kind of a parallel catch on the other side um, and uh, so you actually kind of get some cover from that because everybody was waiting for him to come back in that way. Sweet. Leo. Uh, with that, I think we move on to the general clown melee. Um, I think I want to, if you guys are comfortable with it, kind of let you guys describe everything that goes on with this and just kind of make a fun, wacky scene if um, that's something that you're okay with. And I will just kind of leave it in your hands. I forget, didn't I say something about a horse suit? I forgot what I said last time. Uh, I think it was more of like a clown-style cow cowboy outfit. Right, but I but I, I thought, uh, I don't remember what I said. But, but yeah, Clytus wants to go, go really lean into the cowboy thing. I thought you were about to say go-go gadget something. <laughs> <laughs> Go go gadget Clytus. Doesn't need a gadget. Well, I know that Clytus is gonna grab a big fistful of them pamphlets, so he has plenty of cover as to if when he gets caught if he gets caught on the other train. Um so I, I guess I would want some some of the other clowns to pretend to be cattle or something, so Clytus can like, you know, try to rope them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I imagine that you've got, like, a comically oversized um, stick horse with, like, a really, really <laughs> big fake horse head uh, yes. just on a stick that you're riding out there on. Yes, perfect. Absolutely. And Clytus is going to be, like, you know, doing some real rope tricks, spinning around him, and then he's going to, like, go to rope uh, the, you know, the clown cows, but... Uh, won't act like it'll it'll be too big for them so they'll they'll just like look at it and jump through it and maybe one of them will have like one of those squirty flowers like down on the bottom so it looks like he's you know pulling a dog in the fire hydrant and peeing on the rope and Clytus <laughs> will pretend to get angry and shake his fist and then spin his rope again some more and get the other one and rinse and repeat yeah, we'll go ahead and say that this is kind of like a multiple-act clown melee um, sort of deal. And so you don't necessarily have to be in on this first portion of it. Um, and Clytus, that doesn't mean you can't be in later portions of it. But um, Bella and Finn, is this one that you'd like to get in on? Or is there another little vignette of clown uh, chaos that you'd like to spin? Well, we already know that Finnegan has the flower with the water in it. So, Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, what do you uh, think, Lena? Um, this is not <laughs> this is not Bella's cup of tea at <laughs> all. I feel like somebody just hands her like a gigantic cloud strife foam sword and shoves her out towards the stage, and she's like, I don't know, half heartedly just smacks somebody with it. She does not look happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? Um, you get equipped with this cactus-looking outfit. Um, 
on top of your already existing clown stuff. And you get put, like, right in the middle, right on top of the ring. And, um, Finn, are you, you're jumping in on this, so this will be the one that uh, everybody does? Well, I'd, I'd like to get a little bit of a shtick in there while I'm on my way to Clytus. What I'd like to do is I'd like to get some audience participation going, have someone, like, maybe smell the flower and then get sprayed really good. Yeah, perfect. Um, everybody go ahead and give me a charm roll. What's my charm? I think I rolled the least. Uh, can I get in on deceptively lackadaisical? Sure. Yes. And Tony, you get plus one for spectacle. Oh. Yeah. Well, I got okay. two nudges, so I'm going to re-roll the other three. I got fours and a nudge. Oof, I got nothing. Clytus cannot perform for the life of him. <laughs> <laughs> then again, also got nothing. <laughs> Bella's the one who hates this the most, and somehow is still the most charming about it. That's because you're the most charming, charming about practice. everything. <laughs> so here's how I imagine that this seems playing out. Um, there are various cow, like little cow ears, horns, um, different like cow accessories that have been put onto various clowns. Um, Bella, you come out first. Uh, you've got these two really long cactus arms and, like, a cactus flower hat uh, over your regular clown outfit. Um, and you come out absolutely hating this, and it really plays into, like, the character they've created for you. You're scowling at people. Um, somebody reaches out towards you, and you smack them with the cactus arm. Um, you get out there, <laughs> and you just present this cactus shape and just, like, scowl at everybody around. Uh, and then the cows come. And the cows are coming out. They're they're pushing people over in the stands, mooing in people's faces. Uh, Finn, you come out and you're trying to be the most obnoxious cow that you can uh, by first being friendly. And you go up to this young woman who's um, dressed fairly nicely and you show her your flower and you lean forward to have her sniff it. And she leans forward to sniff it and you reach over and you squeeze your pocket and you are completely out of water. <laughs> And so absolutely nothing happens. Uh, and then Clytus comes out. And Clytus, you try and do your sneaking thing again. And the uh, other clowns... Trip on a cow. Are, <laughs> the, well, the, the cows were watching when the lion did uh, its thing. And they start to just mirror the lion's behavior. Um, and so, like, right when you do your exaggerated sneaking, all of the cows stop what they're doing and they turn and they look at you. <laughs> And then you kind of scowl at them, and you pull out your rope, and you tar start twirling it, and all of them make these big exaggerated yawns and start, like, prancing around. Um, and they actually, like, hold, like, grab hands and form a circle and start spinning in a circle around Bella. Um, Bella, you haven't been given these instructions and very happy to take out some of your aggression at being forced to go through this. <laughs> start whacking clown cows left and right with your cactus arm. Um, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Oh, God. <laughs> See how it feels. Roll against type. <laughs> um, that was threes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, there are now clown ears flying into the audience. Um, horns getting knocked off of heads. Uh, chains being broken and these cows are generally scattered from the uh, mocking refuge they took from Clytus. Uh, Clytus, you go and you throw your rope at one of the cows 
and it lands just in front of him, and the cow reaches down, and it grabs the rope, and two other cows grab the rope, too, and they pull you in a tug-of-war style into range of Bella, who just starts smacking you repeatedly with her cactus arms. Um, this kind of chaos just goes on for uh, several minutes. Uh, the audience is absolutely loving it. Uh, I am going to roll for our pewter arm friends. One of them is doing very well, but they are being held up by the second one, who has slowed down considerably. We'll say that it is um, Olda, who has gotten all of her boxes stacked, but Yolant's having a little trouble getting things organized on his side. And so they haven't quite cleared out that first uh, car by the time you guys finish up. Uh, How's Shin doing? Oh, yeah, I forgot about Shin. I mean, um, he fa- Shin he has He's just now made his way back on top of the uh, heist car. He has managed to catch up with a roll of fives. And then is Flomar just hanging out on the roof, or is he helping out with the, the boxes? Um, he's helping out with the boxes where he can. If it looks like any of them are going to fall, he's trying to save oh, them from them. falling. Yeah. Good call. And like, at least keep them from like dropping, breaking, and leaving evidence that way. Nice. Good job, Fulmar. I'm sorry. Do the thing. Do the thing. Julie, do the thing! Julie, do the thing! (laughs) Um, This has been going on for a couple of minutes. Clytus, you've taken some uh, rather abrasive hits to the face from Bella after taking your tug of war. Uh, When you look back towards the entrance and in a uh, clown costume of his own, uh, that's dressed like the very, very sad clown. He's got the sad clown makeup and everything. Um, Punk walks out. Hinston walks out. And he's got on a regular cowboy hat and a big old sheriff's badge and his own uh, lasso. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> you. Clytus distances himself from the cactus and he starts trying to have a lasso off with, with Hinston. Okay, go ahead and give me a uh, physique roll plus one. Six. Uh, twos and a nudge. He got threes and a nudge. Punk. <laughs> so Punk walks out and he's got this big old sneer on his sad clown face. And uh, you two lock eyes, and you start circling around while the cows continue to make chaos amongst the audience members. Um, and, uh, Bella, in the middle, like kind of takes an errant, half-hearted swipe at each of you when you get a little too close. But for just a couple of beats, you circle each other around the cactus uh, as you start twirling up your lassos. And you both throw your lassos at the same time, and yours lands just past him while his lands right over your shoulder and pulls it tight and uh, starts pulling it at your leg and pulls your legs out from underneath you. Uh, After he gets a hold of you, all of the cows run over and grab the rope and um, pull, pull you in and then start to hog tie you. And the show ends with the cows all carrying a hog-tied uh, Clytus 
back towards the performance car. <laughs> and Clytus just Beautiful. scowls the whole time. Am I one of the clowns carrying him off? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes! Uh, Bella, how do you make your exit? You know, I probably just take a bow and then I walk off. <laughs> I like to imagine think- it's not even like a real bow. It's just kind of like a slight inclination of the shoulders. It's just a half-hearted curtsy. When when I first imagined it, I imagined her just like throwing both arms to the ground and then like stomping off with the hat still in her on her head. Yeah, I think that she does definitely discard the arms and then gives like a very very sarcastic half-hearted curtsy and then just walks off. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think that was a good enough show. I'm not sure we need any other vignettes. (laughs) (laughs) That turned out really fun. (laughs) Send in the clowns. Yeah, are we gonna we gonna have them now go have some of them jump to the other car and try and spread pamphlets? Oh, I forgot. Um, Refresh me a little bit about that part of it. So my idea Um, was to to give cover for potentially anyone being discovered on the other side is that part of the end of the clown melee, and I guess maybe this was just the first act, so maybe they can do it in the next one, but um, kind of similar to how we had people, like, you know, suspended over the other car. Maybe they're, like, getting shot out of cannons or something, but the idea is that we're going to propel uh, some clowns so that they're jumping back and forth between the cars, and then some of them are going to try and, like, sneak inside and then they just have all these flyers so you have clowns distributing flyers in the audience on this car and then also clowns trying to like spread flyers around the other train um you know quote unquote for advertising for the next circus car or circus train okay yeah perfect uh we'll say that there is a uh second act of the clown melee that does not involve you guys um, where it's um a little more of a traditional one instead of a themed one like that, where they're just going around um hitting each other with spray bottles, throwing things at each other. Some of them um are running into the audience, distributing the pamphlets, like you said. And then um as one of the clowns keeps getting sprayed with water, um he actually just uh he's one of the strong men from earlier, just starts picking up clowns and throwing them onto the uh, train next door where they uh, then continue the fight over there, throwing pamphlets at each other, continuing to uh, spray each other with water. One of them runs all the way to the front um, and then like hands a pamphlet to the conductor of the other train um, and just really continues the kind of chaotic situation uh, and uh, gives you guys a chance. Uh, we'll we'll do one more beat before we end the episode tonight. Clytus is getting unhog time. <laughs> I just have a question for the fun of it. Has has the conductor of the other train already noticed that this is going on? Because I'm just thinking about how funny it would be if he didn't notice at all, and then suddenly there was a clown in his face trying to hand him a pamphlet. I, I think that this guy has probably. He he's got the Stan Lee effect in this uh in this scenario where he keeps like not noticing these huge things that are going on behind behind him when Stan Lee would make his cameos in the different movies is kind of how he's been. Um, he didn't notice when the trapeze went up over it or um, any of the clowns getting thrown on or the fact that the other train had a crowd of people on it when it caught up to them. Uh, and then suddenly there is just this very 
bright and happy clown who is shoving a paper into his face, spraying him with water, giggling, and then running off, uh, leaving <laughs> him very confused as to what's going on. But yeah, for, for Clytus, he's going to get unhogtied first and then grab a bunch of pamphlets, so he has that for cover if he gets caught. All right, um, are you going to try and jump over to the first car, or what are you trying to do? Uh, by first car, you mean the one on the back that we're currently trying to empty? Yeah, it's it's almost empty, but there's just a couple more uh, boxes that Olda is waiting to throw over uh, because Yolant isn't quite ready for him yet. Yeah, Clytus is going to make his way yeah, yeah to that train. I think Clytus is it, we're ba- basically going to be playing lookout, less less contributing to the actual looting and and more so being prepared to distract and silence any obstacles. Okay. Um I think that uh I won't really need a roll from you at this point for that then. Um Finn, what are you doing? I'm going back to try the door again. Alright. Um what route are you gonna try and get there? Um I do think that they are also part of the reason for Yolant's trouble is that they're kind of losing the window on this car. So it looks about like this now, where the uh, back of the car um, that's in front of the one that you have already stolen from is possibly within reach with a good drop, a jump, but it's a little more difficult than just crossing that gap. Um, um, I guess I guess my next beat will be uh, actually helping uh getting Yolant back across with the door locked. Um just to help him back into the car so that we can prepare to get to the next one. Okay. Um so are you staying in the heist car or moving over then? I'm gonna uh I'll be staying here to get to make sure they get the door locked and back in back into the heist car to prep to get this car. Okay. Um are you then telling him to leave the last couple boxes? Yep. Perfect. Uh, let me roll for him. I'm going to give him plus one and then an extra nudge since that would max out his die Uh, Yeah, and so with fives and a nudge, he uh, pretty handedly closes this door as he leans out um, with the lock in his hand uh, and is able to hold on well enough to re-secure the lock over it um, and close this door and secure it uh, before um, jumping back across to the heist car. Hey. And Bella, did you have anything in mind uh for this beat? Uh well, I was going to provide some moral support to Yolande, but I don't think that he needs it anymore, so I will just give him a little pat on the shoulder when he comes back and tell him you did a great job. Ah, damn it, that was Olda. That's my fault again. I'm not keeping track of these <laughs> things well. It's okay. It's okay. Before we started, they didn't even have names. So it's all your fault, John. You <laughs> named them, and now we can't kill them. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's more impactful if they have names when you kill them. Now they have a face, and I've adopted them. Olda will live in my heart forever. <laughs> well, I think uh, that is a pretty good place for us to stop for the night. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I am just in love with the clown, uh, hi- with the train, circus train, the clown heist, the, everything about this has just been 
everything I wanted out of this game, and it's a beautiful thing. So thank you for joining us as we make this this beautiful, impactful addition to the Mistborn universe of the Circus Train. And we will see you again in two weeks. Bye! Oh, we almost got the tritone. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs> End record. <laughs> Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast, or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. And Tony, you get plus one for spectacle. Oh. Yeah.